Luke writes, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days, and when they were ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, To you I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed for him until an opportune time. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, the temptation of Jesus comes immediately after his baptism, where the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. For 40 days, he was out there fasting in that harsh and lonely terrain. Jesus is replaying the experience of the Israelites when they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Jesus is, in a sense, Israel, reduced to just one, the one true Israelite who finally gets it right. While Israel was wandering in the wilderness for those 40 years, they were tempted to grumble and complain and gave in to the temptation all too often. They grumbled and they complained about the quality of the food that God gave them, the manna and the quail. But at least they had something to eat. Jesus, he had nothing. Notice that Jesus, too, was being tempted by the devil for a time of 40 days. But Jesus is the one faithful Israelite who did not grumble nor complain. Now, remember here that Jesus is true man with a real body. And so naturally, this prolonged fast made him very hungry. And this is when the devil begins his tempting of Jesus with a little two-letter word, 
if. If you are the son of God. So what is Satan doing here? Is the devil denying that Jesus is the son of God? No, he already knows that Jesus is the son of God. He already knows that Jesus has come to defeat him and all of his army of demons. You see, the if is in effect saying, since you are the son of God. We already know that Satan works deceitfully. So when he says, if you are the son of God, then prove it to me. Command the stone to become bread. It's a subtle attempt to deceive Jesus into satisfying his own hunger. In other words, the temptation to Jesus is, what are you doing out here in the wilderness anyway? Why is God letting you go hungry like this? Surely as God's son, you deserve better than this. That's how the devil operates, isn't it? He causes doubt. He deceives us to think that we deserve more, that we don't deserve what we are going through, just like the people of Israel in the wilderness for 40 years. The devil also wants us to doubt that God really cares about us. He wants us to get the wrong idea about who God is. Like God is some old mean grouch who's holding out on us and wanting to spoil our pleasures and our fun. That's how the devil worked on Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were in a garden of which they lacked nothing. The devil came to them and through his cunning deceit, made them doubt God's goodness. And he came to tempt them with something to eat. Did God really say? You know that tree there, the one that God told you not to eat from? Why would God tell you not to eat from it anyway? He only told you not to eat from it because God doesn't want you to be like him. Go, go and eat of that tree. Surely you won't die. No harm will come to you. Does that sort of approach sound familiar? Does the devil whisper in your ear like this? Go on. You'll be fine. You deserve it. You know you want it. Surely no harm will come to you. Adam and Eve, they fell for that temptation. And what a fall it was. The curse came and death entered into the world. Dust you are into dust, you shall return. But Jesus, he came to reverse that curse, to do something about the sin and the death and all the misery that comes in its wake. 
Therefore, right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, the devil wants to stop Jesus before he even gets started. The devil tries the same approach with Jesus that worked before with Adam. God doesn't care about you. You're hungry. You're entitled to this. You can do something about it. Go for it. If you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. The devil's temptation starts with that little word, if. It's the little word that sets up the big trap to follow. If God cares about you, then why is he letting you suffer like this? If God loves you, then why is your life so miserable? Is that what you expect from a God of love and compassion? He causes doubt. He causes us to think, well, maybe God doesn't love me. Or another if. If God forgives sins, then why not go ahead and sin some more? Since God will forgive my sins anyway. You see, there's always a little mustard seed of the truth in the devil's deceit. The devil, he twists the truth to lead us off into the wrong direction. However, to the devil's word of if, Jesus, he has words of his own. It is written. Jesus, he doesn't entertain the devil's temptation. Rather, he stops it dead in its tracks. Jesus says, it is written. Humankind shall not live by bread alone. You see, there's more to life than just serving your belly and satisfying your own desires. Just satisfying the desires of your flesh, independent of God's word and will, would be to fall into the devil's trap. But Jesus, he doesn't fall for that. However, unfortunately, we, yes, you and I, we often do. But you know what? That's why Jesus came. To do what we often fail at. Resisting temptation. Jesus does what we can't. He refuses temptation. He stops it cold in its tracks. And finally, there is a man who will say no to the devil. Adam couldn't. We don't. But Jesus does. It is so vital and necessary that Jesus did not fall to the devil's tricks. And get diverted from what he came to do. Jesus came to reverse the curse of sin and death for the world. And the devil wants to keep him from doing just that. Jesus, he came to save us. The devil doesn't want him to do that, to accomplish that. And he'll do anything to keep Jesus from accomplishing his mission. 
So the evil foe, he plays on Jesus's divine status as God's son to get him to use that status to serve his own desires. The devil, he tempts Jesus with all the kingdoms of the world. But the devil, he offers him a much easier path to get them than the hard road to the cross. And that temptation, it doesn't work. Jesus answers him, it is written. The devil tempts Jesus with the offer of quick success and power and popularity. If you are the son of God, throw yourself off the temple where everybody can see you. And they will surely acclaim you as the Messiah. After all, if you are the son of God, surely God will protect you. There's that little if again. But Jesus speaks his word. It is written. Jesus will not be deterred or diverted from the road that he has taken, the way of the cross. For that is the only way that Jesus could accomplish his mission and save sinful humankind. Jesus would let nothing stop him from doing what he set out to do, which is to go to the cross to carry our sins on his back. That sinless back that would endure flogging and beating for your sake. Jesus was faithful to his father's mission. And this is the gospel. This is the good news for today that we receive from the account of Jesus's temptation. Nothing would stop our Savior from accomplishing his mission for you. Dear saints, as we continue in this penitential season, this journey with Jesus on the road to the cross, may we remember that our enemy, the evil foe, Satan, the devil, has been defeated. Because Christ would not be diverted from going to the cross, we can take our stand here with Jesus, confident in his strength and certain in our new hope, sure of his victory over sin, death, and the devil, and yes, even over temptation. And may this give us peace. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. May it guard our hearts and our minds through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.